0: Here we go! Here it comes!
1: Yeah, we Talk Games! Full of bullshit and energy. energy! Our focus always rambles on topics! But we keep the format anyway! Yeah. T.T.
2: against the robot sexpot! Uh, Zinky stinks so bad he smells! We
1: stink! Choosing the games that we review Even Mario Hotel Come, Come on, the characters, character's nobody likes you Let desire fuel your confidence Are
2: you ready for
1: our game weekly? Come on, We Talk it now!
3: The fourth and final week of the second annual We Talk Games Schmuck-tember! This is it, Keith. This is the final week of Schmuptember. I'm very excited. We had a lot of great special guests. We have another great special guest this week. If you're just tuning in, this is We Talk Games Arcade Weekly. It's a weekly podcast. Whoa! Fuck me in the face again. We talk games. Arcade Weekly is a weekly podcast brought to you every Monday, on which a panel of hosts discuss and review at least one arcade title. And all month long, we've been talking about games in the shooter and shmup
0: genre. Shoot 'em ups, shmup 'em ups, shooties, cowboys, Indians. We are capping off Shmup Timber with a fatal four-way of hosts. I am
3: Kyle von Kubik, and I'm joined along with Keith, the Robo Duke.
0: Ahoy,
3: gangsters! As well as Chris Nico bon. <laughs> and a very very special guest, Frank Hemblin.
2: Hi, I'm Frank Hemblin. You might recognize me as my portrayal of Wiggly in Wiggly's Time Traveler.
3: But not to be confused with Wiggly. No, I'm
2: Frank Hemblin, of
3: course. Frank Hemblin.
2: We talked. Heard
3: on uh, We Talk Games. Pick at the. It's
2: great to be here. I'm usually on pick of the buck, but it's really nice to be on
3: the Arcade Weekly
2: show, and this way I get to meet you guys. Hi, everybody. Heard a lot about you. Heard you on the radio.
0: Yeah, yes. good stuff, Frank.
2: It's great to be on Arcade Weekly. Arcade Weekly, brought to you by the ST Six 688 SD-688, clinic attribute, stomach ache of acute gastrics, acute attaching, continuous pains at upper abdominal, chest distress, nausea, Vomit, accompanied with fever, bursting abdomen, diarrhea, among others, stomach ache of chronic gastrins. slow attaching with dull pain or distending pain, or burning in gastric cavity, which intensifies when eating cold or raw food or bursting in upper abdomen with protracted declining of appetite, major sucked, white common lexion, and nervous limbs. ST688, get yours today!
0: What is the among other things that diarrhea is among? <laughs> I'm stuck on that.
3: Doesn't say. We're going to let you pick this week's game to finish off Shmup-Tember.
2: Right on. Well, I'm going to pick Dead Connection by Taito from 1992. So I hope you've all played this game.
3: We have. Okay, good. Because yeah. like Pick of the Buck, we all usually play the same game together. Gotcha. Yeah. As I, everyone's stinky crosses
2: the lines. I heard about that. It leaks through to the monthly Pick of the Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Everybody send in their buck today? Wait, thankfully what? we don't do that on the show. Oh, I never listened to this program. <laughs> so, Dead Connection by Taito1992. I really uh, enjoy this game. I wanted to bring this to the shooters. Shmup Tember, single screen mm-hmm. Elliot Ness film noir themed yeah. shoot em up with a set amount of mafioso characters you have to blast away or pistol whip to complete each stage. So set the picture in your head, a single screen level, horizontal, shoot the shit out of everything on the television.
3: Right? Very small pixels.:
2: <clears throat> Small pixels, 1992, small pixels, big environments.
3: Yes. Now I will and do because w- of that, the game feels very big.
2: It feels like you're actually in a giant opera house. <laughs> now I will do what I believe you call in this program the King of Making of mechanic." close enough so base level dead connection is a game by taito and was released in 1992 first game that i thought of immediately when i decided that i wanted to tell you to do the first game i think of immediately when i think of dead connection is gunfight gunfight and its sequel boot hill in fact i could just leave my making of mechanic at that game because of how much they share in common gunfight is akin to the sumerian civilization the sumerians are touted as the first human civilization that really put it all together they had multi-level structures they had real estate agents they had homework musical instruments which scored songs, intricate clothing that would fit right in with some of the garments still worn in the Middle East. These early civilizations were mostly gathered around modern Iran. Anyway, it was a crap load of first for the civilizations. It didn't spring out of nowhere, like some hoo-hoo artists might write books about. Yeah, but it came from aliens. Yeah, of course. Everybody knows <laughs> that, uh, because that makes so much fucking sense, because aliens would make us dress in robes. Yes. And right. It's I easy hate. to anal probe somebody in a robe
3: if they're wearing pants. <laughs>
2: it's
3: just way too it's difficult. Right.
2: Exactly. And they'd also make. It Are ch- we the only two on right now? I don't know.
3: Drop a Comedy here. Gold. Wake the fuck up, everybody. Yeah, this is a. I hope that you <laughs> have. It's so the last week of September.
2: I'm just trying not to interrupt. I'm writing this shit on the <laughs>
3: chalkboard.
2: I hear nothing.
0: Yeah, I'm taking notes here, man. Okay. I thought this was a lecture. You no selling pieces of shit. Wake up.
1: <laughs>
3: Aliens
2: love- also notorious for making school children write, I hate homework <laughs> Which was actually a Sumerian artifact that they found. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, this community would fit right in, except for, you know, some rudimentary tools and stuff like that. But they understood three-dimensional art. You know, it wasn't like the Egyptians were very flat. They didn't understand a lot about um, foreshortening and stuff. You know, they didn't there. Uh, Who the fuck cares? Let's talk games.
0: (laughs) Yeah, did they also build the first arcades? They did build the first arcades,
2: and the first arcade game was Club Your Neighbor with a Stick Till He's Dead. (laughs)
0: <laughs> covet thy neighbor's wife
2: yeah, indeed <laughs> gunfight 1975 manufactured by midway this was maybe like the fourth successful arcade game and definitely one of the first original games and by arcade game i mean a coin operated machine in the mm-hmm. states we first had computer space 1971 by nutting where atari first busted their, their nuts i guess nolan bushnell Nutting Bushnell, which was <laughs> yeah,
3: pretty—it
2: <I> <laughs> was pretty much a flop because people were like cave dwellers looking at an iPhone. Mm. The cabinet did make it into Soylent Green, so there's that. Instead the yeah. of the neon green and the neon, what was it, red or yellow? I can't remember what I
3: think it was. Red. Yeah, I think it was red. They yep. painted it white
2: to fit in with the dumb Soylent Greenisms. Right, and some, both those, the green and the red, had the glitter flake. Oh yeah, major. yeah, it was cool. They call that candy apple for some reason, like candy apple green. They call the flake candy apple. Or yeah, the color the flake. Oh, okay, yeah, fucked up. I learned that from assembling bicycles.
3: We talk car paint.
2: By the way, so in Soylent Green, sometimes the machine was turned on and sometimes it was turned off. So that's kind of neat. They had electricity during the age of Soylent Green, which I think happened in 1978. I'm not sure. Uh, In 1972, Bushnell, under the Atari name, put out Pong. And then there were a zillion Pong clones, most of them better than Pong. Next, I believe, came Tank uh, by, as far as successful games go, and, and really blockbusters Tank by Key Games in 1974. Key Games was formed by some Atari employees a jump ship, wink, wink. So during the early 70s here, it seems there was a technological germ that pretty much started in its infection at Xerox. And from there, the Apple strain, the nutting outbreak, Atari to Key, Microsoft, and then all the Silicon Valley and beyond, Mm. and that's the American story of it anyway. Tank was notable because it was pretty much an introduction of a maze It had two-player dual stick. Plus, you weren't only trying to shoot your opponent's tank, but there were also landmines throughout the mazes. Tank was able to achieve this high degree of realism and gameplay because it was the first game to have ROM. The Space Knight? <laughs> 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 yeah, Rom, The Space Knight. Um,
0: Where's okay. his movie?
3: How about it? I don't know. They would just piss you off anyway. Indeed. they put him in, like, leather or something. Yeah, they would.
2: But I got to tell you, the action figure, like, I loved Rom, the comic book. I just, I absolutely loved it. The action figure, though, was just so bizarre. I love it now. But when it came out, I was like his elbows don't move and his arms are like spaghetti compared to the rest of his body his head's giant almost as wide as his shoulders and he holds this giant triangle thing that goes bleep bloop and that's it and he has a backpack and sometimes he says things that you hope he's gonna say in the laser blaster and his feet are giant duck feet you know it's just so weird the toy all right anything chris Anything about oh, yeah, uh, Pikachu? His mother. His mother bought
4: the toy. Here we are, head shaming and feet shaming the poor
2: guy. I mean, <laughs> is he even
4: still alive?
2: Rom, let him I, down. Let I, him down. I don't think he was destroyed. Machine Man made a comeback—that's for sure. Anyway, I, I say the, the Rom bit tongue-in-cheek because it's still rudimentary white block sprites on a black field. Right. And do you know the story behind Key Games? No. Really? I thought you would. Well, uh, Joe Keenan is who it's named after. He was a big publicity person uh, from Atari, and this tank game, of course, blew up because of its complexity compared to Pong and the the other titles that were around at that time. Nolan Bushnell was probably laughing his fucking ass off because he created key games, said they were Atari's rival, Mm -hmm. showed this off, He did this because Pong was sort of stagnant because of the saturation in the market. And because distributors sort of still held on to the uh, tradition of only dealing with one game manufacturer at a time, Key Games, because they had this awesome tank title, was able to make new deals with other distributors. So that sounds like some carny
3: asshole thing that you ain't no shitting. one no would do.
2: You ain't shitting. And then, of course, after they got into these markets, Atari released the press announcement that they successfully sued Key Games for copyright <laughs> infringement <laughs> and absorbed them, and now they had 85% of the arcade market. Oh, my gosh because they said they folded a key and now they were absorbed into Atari. (laughs) What a fucking shithead. You know, everybody says, oh, you know, a billionaire self-made man and all this other shit. You know, like Donald Trump, self-made. He fucking filed bankruptcy like five times, taking money from the American tax-paying people. And you know that he didn't make any of his money through being a nice guy. He made it through all being a fucking dick. Exactly.
0: Uh, that's how most of those uh, rich assholes... Exactly. Do, ...is by being assholes. Hey, look Wait, at me. we yeah, got to back it up profit. on Donald Trump,
3: though. Okay. He didn't make his money by being a dick. Already. He made his money because his father was a dick. That's true. At least Nolan Bushnell made his own money by being a carny <laughs> scumbag.
2: <laughs> that's true, but... He continued it by being a slum lord yes. and, you know, shitty, yeah. shady shit with the contractors and all this other stuff. I'm so. yeah, trying
0: to say, I turned a profit on this casino. I only fired 15,000 <laughs> people, you know.
2: But you're right. I mean, that's how almost every millionaire or billionaire is. They all do it by just being a fucking asshole. So there's hope for me yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember. Apathy before empathy, and money will come your way.
2: And policy over ethics. Yes. And one year after Tank, and probably not the Tank that Atari turned it into, in order to copyright the name Tank, they put an exclamation point after Tank.
0: Wait, copyrighted that phrase?
2: Well, then they could copyright the name Tank because of the exclamation point.
0: So it's not Tank, it's TANK!
2: (laughs) Listen, I'm still confused how you could copyright fucking Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. You just put a fucking word before man. I mean, Superman came from what? Nietzsche? Yes, it's uh the English translation of Übermensch. Exactly. So, I mean, how the fucking you copyright? Like uh, you get Ball-Man, you know? He's got mm-hmm. a big ball on his face. Oh, you mean Vector Man. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I just, I don't, I mean, I get it that you're superhero, but if you want to copyright Iron Man, how
3: can you fucking,
2: the man in the Iron Mask, I mean, mean, you know.
3: uh, You're talking about comics, what about Capcom with all the Mega Man villains? There you go, Scissor Man. Well, it should
2: be Scissor Ladies, let's face it. Sheep Man, that was one, (laughs) right? Yes. Yes, there was a Sheep Man.
0: (laughs) That was Mega Man 8 or 9? Was yeah, nine. A newer one. nine.
2: Zero was always taking sheep man behind the barn. I don't know for what.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen,
2: 15 minutes he'd come. Fifteen minutes he'd come out.
0: Is the sequel to Tank? Tank, 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 Tank. Isn't that a arcade game? <laughs> that now? was Is that an the sequel to the original game. Tank.
2: No, uh, actually it wasn't. But uh, you will know Tank because it became Combat on your Atari Twenty Six Hundred.
0: Ah, yes, great game.
2: Yep. One year after Tank, Midway would release Gunfight, and that was 1975. Here comes the similar- similarities with Dead Connection, which would be released 17 years later. Gunfight was a cowboy-themed shoot-'em-up. It was popular, most likely because of the cowboy cinema at that time, much like Dead Connection drew off a of popular cinema at the time. And you had to read Shane in grade school, so... Come go back, away, Shane! Shane.
3: <laughs> yeah, go
2: come back did you say go away
0: I don't know I always thought about go is it go back right no it's I don't come know. back <laughs> my dad always used to say go away I don't know maybe Ma- he was quoting it wrong to me <laughs>
2: yeah uh, did you ever hear uh, Mickey Mouse is getting a divorce from Minnie Mouse
0: wait what I heard yeah. Kermit and Miss Piggy were separating no
2: because uh, she was fucking Pluto no oh. <laughs> well you fucked the joke I up? know because she was <laughs> fucking goofy but that's what the g- go away Shane you know what I'm saying All right, it's a bear joke. Gotcha. Okay, so your gunfight was a cowboy. You shoot him up, and it was popular most likely because the cowboy's on the screen. And your characters could walk around pretty freely... On uh, their own side of the play field only, there was, I you mean know, this is a two-player game because we're talking mm-hmm. 1975, there would be what would later be termed as interactive environments in gunfight, it was some cacti, some stagecoach, or other obstacles, op- well, you, you could shoot in a stagecoach and wouldn't go through, but there's other obstacles, like ferns and shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: ferns? Yeah, why not?
3: They're lonely.
2: There's t- a tumbleweed in there. They're lonely cowboys. You know, they have ferns. <laughs> Keep them company. They name their ferns. So there's other obstacles that you could shoot and damage in order to create holes in them, and then you can hit your opponents through the holes in these obstacles. And Dead Connection also has interactive environments, and in Gunfight, yes, much so. yeah, and in Gunfight you have the stagecoach that enters mm-hmm. into the playfield, and in Dead Connection you have the mobster Studebaker that, for some reason, drives into an opera house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The best tie-in for this, that I think, was this was the first pseudo-import game. I would consider it the first import game. Midway licensed Western Gun by none other than Taito. So not only was this first import game, but you'll notice its dazzling speed due to it being the first arcade game to use a microprocessor. Two megahertz, friends. (laughs) That's a two, followed by no zeros. Whoa! (laughs) Don't let it blow your fucking mind. Too late! (laughs) 1975 (laughs) microprocessor. You'd think it was vacuum tubes inside these things, but nope. (laughs) Just as a tidbit, the 1977 overhaul had the white characters... Which would be upside down and refract it off the plexiglass, like we'd mm. see in asteroids and other things like that when they come out with a colored version of it, which is yeah. just the same the white sprites yeah, over top of a matte painting. And this did was, they uh, do
3: that with Space Invaders as well? Did they reflect the screen or did they just drop an overlay over? I can't. Yeah, remember. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was
2: reflected, right? We, well, it was it was two things. They had a top sticker which mm-hmm. may, would make uh, your different layers of uh, white Goonies. What do they call the bugs? Space <laughs> yeah, I think there's a name for him, Bugs or something. Grabbed by the Goalies? What? Yeah, that's it. Uh, do you ever see that movie? The Wolfman has Nards. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> do you ever see that movie, Gullies? Goalies? Goalies? <laughs> Somebody talked about that before.
0: Wait, Ghoulies, priest. the little guy yes, in the toilet?
2: Exactly. So Space Invaders had that and then they put the cratered moon on yes. the uh, on the on the background art. So this had that map painting of a, of an old West Town, and the characters would also have expanded word balloons sayings that when they died or whatever, they would say, instead of the original got me, which was in the was what they would say when they would die and then float up to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> they just on their back they'd float up to heaven. And they also said zap? And they said, (laughs) So that was a big improvement. Two more words. (laughs) (laughs) And this version would also allow you to play the computer. When we talk about the missing elements of community and video gaming, like modern video gaming, and when we talk about the missing elements of community and modern video gaming... (laughs) This would be a very early example, because up until now, uh, at this time, even though you were in the arcade and putting cigarette burns on the arcade machines and whatnot, you still didn't interact too much after the single-player games came out. But if there was a two-player game, it had to be with another
3: person. Yeah, because of the limitations of the programming. Like, they didn't have AI, so you needed a second player to be... The opponent, yep. So, Pong and the other games
2: that I said, and and this gunfight. Super Pong. Tank. (laughs) Super super Pong.
3: Pong Pong.
0: duo. Sears brand Pong. Soccer.
2: Yeah. But see, when the Sears brands came out, you had High li You could play that one. Over (laughs) 20 minutes. Okay, here we go. The other little observation I want to make is Pong had a potentiometer knob controller. Tank had dual stick with a thumb button as a finger trigger. And Gunfight was also dual stick, an eight directional walking stick on your left. And you had a three position joystick to control the angle of your arm. And you also had a trigger on that.
3: And that's really it. I'm just saying Frank, I got to jump in. Yeah. Are you doing making mechanics for all of Schmuptember? Yeah, I am. Or just Dead Connection?
2: (laughs) No, I'm just saying that that I think these games are very important. Yes, and I think it's very important. You know, it's often brought up on our different programs that Mm -hmm. the Wii was a gimmick because you waved it around and dual screen on the DS and all this other shit. And really, it was the Atari 2600 that made the joystick so popular i mean there's a joystick on computer space or whatever it was called coin op but it wasn't really a staple an arcade machine didn't mean joystick it was all different types of interesting controllers and even when we had a first wave of home consoles like the odyssey that was you know two knobs on a box you had steering wheels on the C64, on the Vision, on the Intellivision, you had Intellivoice, you had um, the fantastic sports controller that nobody likes. I talk about that a lot. It was this gauntlet that would protect your hand in a sword fight, so it was this, and it had three or four colored button triggers on it. And then at the top, it had this spinning wheel that you could do with your thumb. And then it had a, a joystick as well. Basically, when your football team went out, your receivers, they would be color-coded. So if you want to hit your one receiver, you'd press the corresponding color button on the triggers right. in, inside this gauntlet. And then to make the ball go further with your pass, you'd roll that wheel.
3: you got to believe with that controller, maybe I've said this in the past, some homebrewer had to make like a D make of Guitar Hero using that controller. Ah. Because hmm. when you look at that controller now, I think yeah. most people would right away think about the Guitar Hero plastic ukulele. Sure. Yeah. And if someone hasn't done that, do it.
2: Yeah, really. All I'm just trying to get across is that don't shit on other controls. I mean, yeah, everybody's used to dual sticks now with the analog stick after the PlayStation. But before that, all you had was, you know, a D-pad and a couple buttons.
3: I remember with my own local community, when the N64 came out, everyone was bagging on the little (laughs) joystick and the little analog stick. It's stupid. The controller sucks. Everything else. And then, like... What was it? Maybe four years later, analog stick was the only way to go. Definitely.
2: How can you, know. you play a game without analog? So, Taito Dead Connection, nineteen ninety-two. Once again, this is a gangstery type scene. Untouchables. Henry Ness. Is that was his name?
3: I uh, hate to add more making mechanics. Oh yes, but please. Can I throw a few? Yeah, I needed that. I needed that. Yes. <laughs> These are a little newer than the ones that you picked out, but I think they're all relevant. I got a note of the cliffhanger. Edward Randy from mm-hmm. this game. Gotcha. Um, just in the cinematic feel of it. You know, when Dead Connection opens, it says title films. It does. Um, and the whole premise of it is this gangster movie, and it's this cinematic experience, which I feel like Data East was trying to achieve with
0: The Cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It's a story of men making a stand against gigantic crime.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, by blowing up everything in
0: sight. <laughs> Yes. See, Evil um, power steals on, sadness and revenge.
2: Yeah, I love the story. I just wish you could fucking read it. Like, you have to take a
0: speed
3: reading course to get through the plot. Other notes it hit for me were the uh, the Alfoxies, mm-hmm. 1994 yeah. by Namco. Again, because of the size of the sprites on the screen and how big everything felt. You don't go through the multiple iterations of the stages like you did in the Alfoxies with dead connection, and there's no scaling either, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. The, you know, the picking up weapons, it just had a vibe about it that reminded me of the Outfoxies. and another game that I don't know if you guys are familiar with, but I loved as a child, and it's such a weird game to be one of the games that I loved was True Lies, 1994 <laughs> by Acclaim for the Super Nintendo <laughs> Oh no, great
0: game yeah, that, yeah, It was, everyone it was a loved really great game. game,
3: and that was overhead, but again, small sprites big environments, Another game that it reminded me of uh, much earlier, 1988, is Cabal. Yes. Mm -hmm. And again, completely different perspective, but it just has that vibe, those notes about it. This game, unlike Cabal... It has um, automatic lock-on. You just got to be pointing in the vague direction of a bad guy and you hit him. But for some reason, that mechanic felt very Cabal-esque to me. So those are
0: my making mechanics I just want to throw in.
2: That's definitely how this dead connection is, too. You just sort of fire around where you think people are.
0: It right. seemed to go towards guys. I had a weird, in its presentation, you know, the little sprites or the little guys, everything being a little smaller. Yeah. Nobody having any faces, you know. I always liked that look in the arcades where they don't give anyone eyes and stuff <laughs> yeah. on their little sprites. I always thought that was neat. And it reminded me in look of The Real Ghostbusters by Data East from 1987. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which had a, a more of an isometric look and it was scrolling, yeah. <laughs> but the size of the sprites and the look of the people and the colors reminded me a lot of that game.
2: And all the ghostbustering things they do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all the Ghostbusters on, gotta, are
0: villains. Yep, you gotta shoot the evil uh, Marlon Brando, Godfather. Oh, God, yeah, that game did have those weird KKK. the Grand
2: words. Wizard. <laughs> oh.
0: I vividly remember uh playing that game and i think it was uh showbiz pizza uh (laughs) as a child in the arcade remember playing that real ghostbusters game and it took me back there and to expand on your cabal mention uh wild guns by natsume from 1995 Mm -hmm. for uh, snes i thought of a little bit as well which sadly i have to mention wild guns when i looked this up on google it's now apparently a terrible racist farmville (laughs) knockoff Oh. Where you start the game, and it's like, do you want to be a cowboy, a Mexican, or an Indian? <laughs> oh, it literally is like the most cliche, like, Mexican bandito with a mustache and a big, wide grin and everything. And I'm like, man, ruin in the name of Wild Guns.
2: Well, nothing will ever get worse than the ending of the first Power Rangers game for the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. I mean, that- Power Rangers already racist because the black ranger is a darker skinned person the yellow ranger is someone from asia the pink ranger is a female so no, you that's know.
0: diversity
2: <laughs> yeah it's diversity to the yellow put ranger them.
0: was a guy in japan right yeah exactly he has <laughs> got a dick
2: come on Chicks with dicks. I guess the uh, Asian that was playing that role was from the Philippines. Okay. Uh, I know I could have also mentioned Taito's 1982 Frontline and Taito's 1987 Operation Wolf, but I considered this genre of dead connection to have different mechanics that I wanted to avoid but I'm glad you brought them up it's true they're all an amalgam give you the feel of this but nothing is quite like Dead Connection No. So I just want to bring out what led up to this. Uh, I mentioned that, you know, Cowboys movies were popular in uh, the time of gunfight. So you had the Untouchable movies in 87, Godfather 3 in 1990, Goodfellas when it's 1990, and you had State of Grace, Bugsy, The Craze, and of course, 1991's New Jack City. (laughs) Big influence.
0: Yes. I remember Wesley Snipes making a small cameo in this game.
2: And he tax evasion.
0: (laughs) Yes, when he didn't pay (laughs) his taxes with uh, Chris Tucker.
2: That, my friend, is gangsta. (laughs) And he had a good time. Jesus.
0: Uh, And and he's still working. He's in a new show. Well, he's finally out.
2: But, I mean, he did a long stint. Holy shit.
0: Blade in jail. (laughs) Why did they just film a Blade movie in jail where he was in like a vampire jail? How
4: do we know they didn't? There's still time to release that. You just got to let the smoke clear a
2: little.
0: Filmed on Snipes' iPhone 4 while he was in jail.
2: (laughs) When he made either Expendables or Expendables 3, I can't remember which one he was in, which Expendables 3 I actually recommend. I think it's a pretty fucking good, funny, over-the-top, all-action hero film. But I think it's definitely the best. The other ones sucked. This one has comedy, and uh, Jason Statham almost got killed when the brakes on his car went out, and his fucking car went off a ramp into the ocean. In the middle of (laughs) filming? Yes. Is that why he's not in the new transporter? He's like, I'm done. No cars. (laughs) I do not know. I just know that's uh, that's Interesting that's what i want out of my action heroes though did you ever see that one jackie chan movie where where he's fucking skiing on a ski board and he jumps onto a helicopter oh yeah uh the fuck you gotta watch that in slow motion the fucking helicopter blade knocks his hat off
0: wow (laughs) the
2: helicopter blade knocks his hat off of his head
0: Oh, he, he's a maniac that man should be dead he, should. <laughs> he really Jackie Chan should be dead I mean remember it was a police story one or two where he, yeah. he jumps on that pole and slides down through all those lights <laughs> yeah and then lands on his head yeah like he
2: goes through the awnings lands on his head my hey, buddy Jack. worked with him, you know, for the Jackie Chan animation. Really off of Dead Connection. Let's get into Dead Connection. Like you said, you're a small sprite, and uh, you run around the screen. It's only two buttons. One fires your gun. The other one allows you to leap out yeah. of the way of danger. It does yeah. not make you instructable when you're leaping. And like I said, there's a set metric of enemies, other mafioso types. And what's the, what's the Gambino family's name in this? Like, Wambino
0: or something? I don't know. They misspell family at one point. They spell it F-A-M-I-L-I. <laughs> yes, I know that. But and I, lo- I was like, is that the name of the family? Is it just Famili or something? <laughs> but I, I, I think lo- the bad guy's name is, like, Nerozia or something, I think, is yeah. the Marlon yeah. Brando-looking dude.
2: Yeah, he's the big boss. But the one family that's obviously Gambino,
3: I think it's, like, Wambino or something. <laughs> oh,
0: jeez. <laughs> very, very- the Goomba family. Yeah.
3: Hey, Keith, you already touched on it. Why don't you describe the plot? Let's no, not give connection. away the ending, though. No, you don't give away the ending, just no, give the I, setup.
0: You play four guys, you're basically the untouchables. Yeah. You play one of four guys. I think it's you were
3: dead uh, all along. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> that's, <laughs>
0: that's the whole that's, point. You're all actually ghosts, it's a dead connection. Kevin right.
3: Costner's his father.
0: <laughs> I can't remember all the guys' name, I think it's Philip. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know, I just kept playing Gary because he had a wicked scar on his face.
2: Can I tell you something? Why do you have four characters? It's a two-player game, game. and none yeah. of the characters are any different. No, no they just I have, have different
0: coats and fedoras. So I think Because that, this
3: is a knockoff Untouchables game. I got gotcha. you.
2: Yeah.
0: And and it I, is the Untouchables. Because that's on.
3: totally Andy Garcia and Kevin Costner. Yes, right, two eight
0: guys and then you have glasses guy and Gary with the wicked face scar.
3: Shout out to the glasses guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: Whose portrait outfit color does not match the yellow that he's wearing. He pulls a Dick Tracy on you. Yeah.
0: This is the Dick Tracy game I wish we got. Right. Yes. Basically, yeah. It's just the basic story of a bunch of cops who I guess are above the law. Yeah, no uh, shit. I... They fucking drive a car into a restaurant and yes. start opening fire. God. You know, cops. <laughs> yeah, cops at, uh, who bust into a garden party later in the game. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> just fucking kill. Fuck devil. your devil eggs. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, at that level, I have the list of levels here, but that okay. level is fantastic because... You show up at the garden party. First, you blow up whoever's house it is. <laughs> you down
2: fire in the background. The <laughs> yes. yeah.
0: house explodes, and then you burst through the hedges and just start mowing everybody down. I mean, it's the same in every, I feel like I'm the bad guy. (laughs) You know, the opening, it's like, okay, they shoot some girl in the opening scene. You Mm -hmm. need to get revenge because there is sadness and revenge. (laughs) There is. In this game. And you basically go on the hunt through, uh, first, the Hotel Diamond Queen to to shoot up a bunch of guys. There's actually a guy behind the uh, the front desk who's just throwing, (laughs) like, I feel (laughs) so
4: bad for front desk, dude, especially somebody who has worked a front desk at a hotel. That's, Oh, it's everyone's
3: nightmare. But just, I didn't realize you were supposed to shoot him either. Because he doesn't seem that threatening. I don't think you can no, shoot no, him. If no, you sh- shoot him, you can shoot him. Okay. No, They're, you're not supposed to
4: shoot him. I was no. totally shooting him. No, you're cause, not supposed to, but you oh. can't definitely hit him.
2: When the enemies uh, go by him, he clobbers him over the head with a suitcase. And then yeah. he ducks back He was down. trying to hit me. That's why I started shooting Oh, him. yeah. He doesn't know who the villains are
0: a little improvement that would have been neat is if you gave it like an Area 51 thing where like don't shoot these guys or Mm -hmm. like you'll take damage or something because there's also a moment in the hotel you hear like (laughs) "Ah," and this lady (laughs) goes running across the top on the balcony and a guy in a towel comes by like chasing after her or something
2: right i like just shooting everybody i don't care i didn't want to lose do you even have points yeah i guess you do because you you put your name in at the end
0: you can just shoot (laughs) anybody shoot the bellhop shoot the lady running by shoot the guy what you're referencing is
3: why i love true lies because me and my friends (laughs) would laugh to tears when 16-bit tom arnold would come on the screen and reprimand you for shooting civilians i don't know why but we found it so funny (laughs) <laughs> it was right like used to do it th- on purpose in area oh we did it on purpose too because it was like a three strikes <laughs> you're out yeah so we would purposely like do the two strikes just to laugh but not the third cause so we could finish the level and if we were toward the end of the goal point or wherever you were supposed to go we'd quick run up to a civilian pap pap
0: just to laugh
3: about
2: it. Mr. Roseanne
0: yeah. Mr. Rose and Tom Arnold himself. So, yeah, there's enemies, all sorts of guns in this. You can pick up all sorts of guns. Shotgun, revolver, uh, and shotgun. A gun.
2: Shotgun is great. It blows up everything. It's, oh, yeah.
0: You shoot tables. Tables <laughs> instantly catch on fire when you shoot <laughs> right. them. Explode. That's. I think the real focus point is the environments. Like, how much you can just degrade everything as you uh mentioned frank in gunfight this mm-hmm. is the evolution of that it's even more detailed you can shoot curtains and see them riddled bl- with more bullet deep. holes
2: i yeah. love the first level where you could drop that giant uh chandelier on people
0: oh, oh yeah and then, and then on level five the warehouse where you can shoot the switch that drops <laughs> the crane and the box fucking explodes <laughs> yes. oh, and those explosions
2: ground. can hurt you as well so be yep. careful yeah. with that
0: yeah, they can hurt yourself, but it's also a great way to take out a lot of enemies who will just run headlong into it with no regard. It's, oh, man, it's just so freaking cool. The, there's no real significant bosses, though, beyond whoever that guy is at the, uh, the Central Park and the fountain. Like, he seems kind of significant.
2: Yeah, the bosses are just more of the same type of people that need more hits. Yeah. Uh, but th- all the bosses come out in threes uh, the main boss, and then he has two henchmen. And once you get rid of two of the characters. The third one is incredibly easy to, to destroy because you just get in a straight line with them and keep mashing on the button and every time he gets up, he doesn't have time to shoot and you'll uh, eventually murder him. It just takes a long time. Yep. The, the other thing I want to mention is when we're talking about these environments and mentioning how large they are in comparison to the characters and things like that. And I, I usually don't like small character games, especially arcade games. So I was very surprised how much I liked this. But each one of the these levels of like when you're in the opening hotel, there are staircases that take you up to where the rooms would be. In the warehouse environment, you climb up ladders so that you're above other people. And then you climb. There's like three levels. You go on top of the roof of this one place. And then in the uh, the one street area, you can actually go inside of doors, like be from inside of a, of a house, inside of windows, shooting out at the, the people below you and stuff like that. So when we say they're large areas, they're large areas, but Set up sort of like the game Chiller, uh, the, the crossbow game, where it's angled, it has uh, height, not just depth. So,
0: yeah, both height and depth, and you really got to move around. Keep moving around. Don't mm. stop moving. And it's like those boss guys you mentioned, if they do get close to you and you shoot them, they do this weird thing where they throw their gun at you. And it can actually do, hit
2: you. They do drop their guns when you shoot them. <laughs> and uh, as I mentioned, you could pistol whip them. If you get really close to them, you'll either hit them with the butt of like a, a, your machine gun, if you have that, or your shotgun, if you have that, or you'll just fucking pistol whip them with your main pistol. You never run out of the main pistol. The yeah. three weapons are automatic, so your pistol's more automatic. Uh, machine gun, which is, of course, a machine gun, and the shotgun, and those all have limited bullets.
0: And the revolver also- doesn't. Oh, the revolver! revolver! Yeah, the revolver, I think, does more damage, but you can mm. only shoot, like, two bullets at a time yeah. or something. You're very limited. Fucking dirty
2: Harry, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Blow a hole in them.
2: It can shoot through schools.
0: <laughs> oh, man. No. Yeah, then there's Whoa. guys with, like, giant axes. Like, not even fire yes. axes. Like, full-on <laughs> medieval-style axes.
2: And how about the poor guys that don't have anything? They have, like, a rake.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I, did, I didn't want to shoot them. Like, the hotel guy, I figured I wasn't supposed to shoot him. i like, I was supposed to shoot these guys? And there's still the indicators down the little line at the bottom. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to shoot you. Sorry, buddy.
0: And they're just trying
2: to, like, punch you. i <laughs> a machine gun.
0: And then you got the sneaky guys in, like, the red big brim hat and coats who try to come up and, like, shank you, like, real sneaky-like.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I
0: like it. All the different enemies are really cool. Not, not named as they would be in, you know, games like Streets of Rage and stuff where you're just beating up tons of guys, so...
2: What are all the levels?
0: Hotel Diamond Queen, as you mentioned, the really cool balcony, you can go up the stairs up to where the rooms are. Level two is the junkyard, which is really cool because you actually start in the top left corner on top of two piles of cars that you can actually climb up and down. The environments are pretty interactive and then the restaurant Campanula, I believe it is called. and Then there is In the Town. (laughs) uh, At the restaurant, you try to get the drop on the bad guys. They kidnap you and put you in cars. Right. Yeah, and then as you're going through the town, like uh, another cop shows up and and stops the chase, and you actually jump out of the car and start fighting the guys in the middle of the town, which is where you can uh, go in the buildings and climb up onto the second floor there on the fire escape, I guess, is what it is. And these
2: all have the intermission parts where it progresses the storyline, and the one about the cars, we killed everybody there, and we stole their car, and right, now we drove it into the city and fucking run people over and out. Yeah,
0: every every level kind of ends with like, so we took this guy out, but he wasn't the main guy, so we had to kill some more. Our revenge is incomplete. we must keep going.
3: At the beginning of each level, pretty much everything is okay until you show up the hero and yeah.
0: fuck everything up. Yeah, and like the warehouse, guys are just working and you're like, oh, yeah. bad guys here, you just kick in the door and start fucking up this business. The
3: restaurant is what got me, when like people are just sitting there having a nice dinner and what appears to be a very nice restaurant and you blast through the giant window in a car and just start yes. shooting.
0: That is, Yeah, that's one of the best parts is you get that very like Dukes of Hazard, like hit a ramp blast <laughs> through the car the window of the restaurant pop out gun yeah, like I said I feel like you're the bad guy. These people are what, nice- are, what are they
2: doing there? They're eating
0: dinner <laughs> yeah. in, in the warehouse they're just moving boxes around. <laughs> Garden party just trying to enjoy themselves you no- come in there mess up their sculptures too. <laughs> Which you actually walk in the little pool like pond in the center like man you guys are just a bunch of assholes nobody's doing
2: anything they're not taking hostages well except you're the girl as far as I can
0: tell all they did was shoot that one girl in the intro scene That's all you see them do. You see them shoot that girl in the intro Oh, my God, do they
2: shoot her, though? They they shoot her
0: like the guy at the beginning of RoboCop or Akira, where they just (laughs) don't stop. Like, no, I still see a bit of them there. Let's let's keep going. That's all I can tell they do. And then you just, yeah, run rampant in the town, then the warehouse, then there's the lovely garden party, which I could just imagine, like, a scene in a movie of that where you hear, like, the violins in the background, (laughs) everything's all nice, and then just the house explodes, everything's on fire. <laughs> and
2: there's a beautiful giant fountain in the middle of this parkway. And as you mentioned, the mansion in the back is completely on fire. Sort of looks like the uh, Castlevania for the Super Nintendo, how that wavy type mm. of shit's going on around yeah, the background. Yeah, yeah. It features a grassy knoll, which I really felt like I was on a grassy knoll you know, get ready to shoot Kennedy. I, oh, I don't know. No. Yeah, I don't know why it was really. It was really interesting because um, the cars are in back of this grassy knoll that then slopes <laughs> down into the main fountain area. There's a lot of things you could try to hide behind. It, that's not really a good strategy.
0: That strategy is roll, yeah. roll, roll. And the other neat thing is if you hold the roll button, your guy will hit the floor and go prone.
4: <laughs> I didn't what? do that. Yep. I never found that. Yep. Granted, I was having trouble finding the stairs until the opera level. But.
0: It, yeah, it's if you're not holding a direction and you press that roll button and hold it, he'll go prone and lay flat so you can kind of duck under bullets and what stuff. What the oh, fuck
2: is it with Keith finding these buttons all of a sudden? Is it because yeah. we beat on we, him so much that he I was didn't? I say,
3: we heckled the shit out of him, yeah. him that one time and he's like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to research every control deck ever in every just, game we play.
0: I discovered that one by accident much, uh, much like the uh, the eagle power mm. oh, so, or phoenix power that's what it was I just started uh being more it? thorough so yes the lovely garden party there's the pool on the garden party Central Park has the nice little fountain uh, there's like uh, those Studebakers going by in the background which I love standing at like one end of the level and waiting for it to come on the other side mm-hmm. and this unloading to make it stop, you know, like the guy in the movie would, where the truck's racing at him and he just holds up the gun, and I guess Joker and Batman and that Nolan, whatever. Uh, And then the (laughs) final level as we mentioned multiple times, is the opera house where the cars come yeah. speeding into it where you have your final showdown with Marlon Brando.
2: What's interesting is, like I said, there's this metric at the bottom that shows, you know, it gets up to, what, 60, 65 people? I think I, it's
1: 75 the last, on
2: 70? the last level. Okay. Yeah, oh, I
3: thought it was 100 on the last level. No, it tops out at 75. Yeah, I thought
2: it was okay. going to go to 100, too. I was like, I hope this does not go to a fucking 100.
3: No, <laughs> tell that, you as much as I enjoyed the game, I was kind of getting burnt out by sure, the end cuz sure. it was just it, it was very repetitive after a while. I did like what interactions were there. Like in the warehouse stage, dropping the boxes on the dudes and the boxes explode and they get engulfed in flames. I would have liked more of that, more yeah. interactions in the levels. I was not aware that you know you could lay on your belly in that one scene, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think that would even been enough. I wanted more of that to make it a little more interesting. How about like a grenade? Something like that, yeah. I mean, that's why I like the shotgun, because it did have the extra blast about it, Mm -hmm. you know, that radius that it would blow up. It just needed just a little bit more. And I mean, maybe I'm judging it too harshly. It is 1992. It is doing a lot right. I just needed it not to feel so repetitive. And I think when you got the metrics that high, up to 75, it felt like it was 200, because it just took forever Mm -hmm. to get through the the guys.
0: uh, It did the classic thing where they threw in the boss enemies again in that fight too right mm-hmm. so that level takes even longer because you got to shoot up those bad guys a lot they take a right. they, they take quite a bit of damage unless you have that shotgun that shotgun just decimates everything the bosses
3: weren't that interesting too I, they no. were just dudes that took more hits and yeah. maybe if they were in something where it would deteriorate as you shot it to you you could see that you were progressing instead of them just falling down and then getting back up and shooting at you again falling down and saying help me uh, like, if they were in a car and you were shooting up the car, mm-hmm. or they're coming at you in a truck and you're shooting up the truck. Again, not trying to bag on it. Really enjoyed the game. It's just these are just little things that after a while, I'm just like, uh, okay.
0: And there seemed to be some kind of story with some of them. Like I said, that guy in the Central Park who's wearing all black. Oh, like without you,
3: a doubt, they made, a, they made it a point to have a story mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I like feel
0: like, like they went in they, like, we're going to
3: make a cinematic game. I just feel like it wasn't, after no. a while, it wasn't that fun anymore
0: yeah totally but that boss they say something and like afterwards it's like oh he was just another old mob guy like all the rest and i'm like (laughs) so he's like the old guy in boondock saints who shows up with the Mm. guns just to like fuck shit up he's like Mm. the guy they hire at the end like here's our last shot maybe we can bring this guy out of retirement to take out the cops i don't know i always look too much into Here's
2: the problem. If this would have come out after Sin City movies instead of the Untouchables movies, then I think we would have a lot more interesting bosses and stuff. But because it really tried to stick to that Untouchables reality, yeah, of course you get shot eighteen times or whatever, <laughs> you're okay, uh, but. Uh, I think it was just trying to stick with those themes, and that's why you had such boring. It's very typical for a Japanese game to, okay, everything's very normal. Your normal army men, your normal uh, gangsters, cowboys. Here comes the boss. He's in a giant mech suit that looks like a gorilla. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, they didn't go that direction, so I understand it. And I understand the repetitiveness of it. Here's a game that. It's one of the few arcade games I think that we've talked about that all you need is time and maybe one roll of quarters, and you could get through the game Mm. and feel like you'd had a fun time. It was a fun ride, and you beat it.
0: One of the bosses, I think, is a Frankenstein. (laughs) <laughs> because eventually, when you shoot him enough, he drops his gun. He puts his arms straight out, yes. like classic Frankenstein, and just walks at you. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that's all I got. What'd you have, Chris?
4: Uh, mechanically wise, I know Keith mentioned having like little indicators as like the don't shoot thing. They should have <laughs> thrown that in there. Yeah. I would have loved to see just a flash for a couple seconds at the beginning of the level. Just point at where like stairs are. Mm. Like I said about the opera house, there were a couple guys up on the balcony that I, I could not hit even with like the angled shot. I finally found my way up there. You're like, I'd already shot out the curtains, but I didn't realize you could go up through that gap. Also, on that stage, a lot of the bosses especially, you can trap them on the stairs up to the stage and yes. just wreak havoc if you don't have
2: the shotgun. Just The AI somehow just gets totally hung out there. The other problem with the opera house is that there's three sets of steps, so there's not a lot of room for you to try to shoot down so you end up walking down the steps instead of shooting down at them. If there would have just been two sets of steps where you'd have like a little middle part, I think it would have been a lot easier.
4: Well, you got to get your cardio in. I mean, come on.
2: <laughs> but that was annoying to me. It's like, okay, I want to keep, I want to shoot down at these dudes. What's
3: happening? The I'm only other c- critique I have of the game is the music. I didn't think it was fitting, and I thought it was kind of phoned in. Hmm. Um, yeah. It, it, I don't know if you guys agree disagree. It sounds like Chris agrees, but it, it didn't help with the overall feel, the repetitiveness. I would totally play this game again, just not by myself. I, I'd want to play yeah. with this second player. With,
0: yeah. Two people would be more fun. I like yeah. the sound effects. The music wasn't very good, but I do like all the voices. It's still in that age of like you can barely understand it.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: The most you can understand is when you die and you go, damn it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Or the guys going help, help! As like yeah. you're shooting the shit out of them. They're trying to crawl away on their hands and knees. <laughs> you are just merciless in this game.
3: They killed that woman in the beginning, so they deserve it.
0: <laughs> yes, That's exactly. True. They killed. And that so woman. do
3: all the innocent bystanders trying to yep. enjoy their garden party or eating their uh, crab dinner. There's they a- let it happen. But yeah, exa- it. then they what kidnapped the
0: sister or something.
2: Yeah. yeah. So That's she's funny. yelling help out the back of a car every now and then. You're yeah. trying to rescue her.
0: In the town level, the guy who rescues you who gets shot is, I believe, her boyfriend. So that's Fiance, why i Fiancé,
4: actually. Fiancé. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Fiancé, yes, even more than that.
2: As I mentioned, a lot of story. No time to read the fucking story <laughs> because sometimes you have to reread the English that's going on and you get hung up on that. But still, I wish I could have read more of the story since it's so story-centric. So the ending of this title, do you think it was ballsy... Or frustrating. I'll go first, I guess. Uh, Ballsy. That's what I think, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I say ballsy. Very ballsy for 1992.
4: Conceptually ballsy,
3: but gameplay-wise frustrating. (laughs) Yes. Well, the eyes gotta go the half and half on that one.
2: The eyes have it, my friends. I really thought Kyle was going to say frustrating. I don't know for some reason I thought that uh, you didn't care for this game
3: very much. No, I did like this game. I am recommending this game. I think people should play through it. I think people should play through it with a friend. They'll get more enjoyment out of it. I played it as a single player and it was kind of boring after a while because I'm just sitting there doing it by myself. And I imagine with a second player, it goes a little bit more smooth, a little quicker and a more enjoyable experience. But I did enjoy this game. There's a lot going right for it. The cinematic choices, the sprite work, the interactive environments, the kinetics, it feels good to play the game. The controls are are good you know they're not amazing they're not great all the time but they're solid and you don't have trouble playing the game no you might get hung up in some areas like on some steps or in certain corners of the environment but overall it's a good experience it's a solid game yeah it's quick response
2: it's fun
0: recommend it
3: yeah this has been
2: really fun to be on Arcade Weekly. I'm really glad I was here. This yeah, was a huge. We're
3: glad you were here too. Very,
2: very long program, but a great way to to bring a, this this shooter to bust the cap into shmup temper Exactly. So why not? We got the four bangers on here. We're gonna go out banging. Yeah. What do you do? Movie titles. Okay. Here here we go. Everybody's movie titles. Say at the same time. Dead Connection. It's not Elliot Ness No more
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're not Elliot Ness No more (laughs) I was going to go with Dead Connection Touch the untouchable
2: Dead Connection Why the fuck is this called Dead
0: Connection (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like Hello operator I have a dead connection
4: (laughs) The operator wouldn't be able to
3: hear you If you had a dead connection (laughs) Well, that's why you got to jingle the fucking hang up thing. My movie tagline was "Miranda writes her for pussies," or "How I learned to stop worrying and love to eat lead." (laughs)
4: Nice, that's great. Uh, My tagline is "Dead Connection." This guy is never on time. I mean, how many places do they tell you this guy is gonna be and he doesn't show up? It's, it's awful. I think I think there's like some guy behind the scenes pulling the strings just a to- fuck with everybody. <laughs>
2: mm. It just came to my mind, but the most frustrating part of this game for me was the fact that there were four fucking characters <laughs> <laughs> and only two players and nobody was different. And I think that, I was like, well, I guess I'll switch one over. Yeah, they,
0: they could have <laughs> easily, like, when you start up a character, you start with a Tommy gun. They could have easily given each one a different gun to start That's what I was
4: expecting. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no? Like, oh, this
0: guy starts with the shotgun, this guy starts right. with the revolver, this guy starts with the machine gun, you know. That would have but... been a great improvement. Actually.
2: They're the same size. They just have a different yeah. colored trench coat.
0: Yeah. Huh. It, you know what? If you
3: took the mechanic and you dumped in the franchise of Dick Tracy and you made it a little more comic booky, yeah. It would have helped a lot. Because then yeah. at least the each area's boss would have something distinct about them prune face, flat top, right, fuckhead, whatever the rest <laughs> of the dick <different laughs> calls yeah
0: dick lips did you say dick lips (laughs) yeah don't you remember dick lips
3: (laughs) it was my favorite
0: (laughs) breathless mahoney that's one right (laughs) yes
4: that was uh madonna yeah
0: oh spoilers for dick tracy
2: (laughs) what wasn't wasn't there baby head or baby
0: baby face hey what ah.
2: else we got we got a lot more to get through do we got to plug next month's theme
0: yeah oh this is a good one
3: because we're in october This was our second annual Shmuptember, but next month we'll kick off our first annual Spooktacular! Four weeks of ookie and spooky arcade games.
2: In previous versions of the program, we always had our Halloweeny episode, Mm. but that was when we were a monthly show. So now we're going to have each week that
3: will be somehow spooky. Yeah, and a lot of surprises for that month, so be sure to stay tuned. A lot of Bowery Boy games.
0: <laughs> we just play uh, four different Darkstalkers games, actually, for the whole month. <laughs> <you> that's, <laughs> that's all we're doing, just Darkstalkers all month long. Has no <laughs> <laughs> and snorts!
4: Since there were three Darkstalkers games, we just play one twice.
0: <laughs> go back yes. to the
2: first one. <laughs>
0: We all just watch Monster Squad and review it for the fourth <laughs> That's year. a really good idea. I mean, who doesn't cry when Frankenstein has to leave oh that my poor world, man? Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: Spoilers. <laughs> 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 Phoebe. <laughs> awesome. What does he say? Uh, I don't... Bitchin' or
0: something. Yeah, I think that's what he says.
3: All right, well, stay tuned for Spooktacular. Like, comment, and subscribe. Visit us at wetalkgames.com.
0: And giantmediaball.com at giantmediaball on Twitter. We're all a part of the awesomeness. No fleas there, baby. Oh my
2: God. Uh, I listened to some of the other programs. I don't know if you listened to this Mass Move Aside UK, but they have the movies all up in your tits. <laughs> <laughs> they put the movies all up in your tits. <laughs> I, I want to steal that line so bad. We're reviewing video games all up in your tits. <laughs> I have no idea
1: how you
3: do any of that, but I want to be a part of doing that. I think the only one who can get away with saying it on our show would be Johnny Capcom because he's the closest <laughs> to where
0: that's he lives, acceptable. He
3: lives the closest to Scotland.
0: That's where they're very uncouth and use the C word like it's nothing. Mm. No, they do.
2: <laughs> they do. I, I only understand every other word they say, but it's funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what a glowing endorsement!
2: <laughs> I'm glad they're part of the the ball and uh, Ouch's thing. Really good. Everything that's been Ouch's happening thing. in the
0: ball. Ouch's yeah. retro wrestling <laughs> review. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Nice little short, short little things about the wrestling past.
2: And like I said, uh, no, I didn't say
1: it. Like <laughs> some, like I heard somebody <laughs> yeah, say it. Yeah,
3: yeah no. <laughs> stink you, Hey
1: everybody. Uh, hey Stink. Hi Frank. I want to just tell you how great a job everyone did on Shmup Timber, especially Frank. Uh, you really brought it, Frank. I I was a little worried about putting you in pitch hitting, but uh, you're probably my favorite guy of all Shmup Timber. Sticky, you fucking asshole. Me and Keith have been here for four weeks. I know, but let's let's you know be realistic here.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got a much bassier voice. It's much more appealing.
1: <laughs> he has better equipment.
0: That's that's fucking damn sure.
1: But, I mean, I, I'm thinking about putting you in instead of Wiggly. Which, anyway, he's fired, so. What's your clues for the spooktacular? Jesus Christ, this is the longest yeah, this is show a big ever. Big show. Yeah. It's a big show. Stacked. It is stacked. So like a dick. My
3: clue for next week is submitted for your approval of the Midnight Society. I call this game Bad Dreams in Lack of Light. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that game sounds like it'll be all up in your tits.
3: <laughs> well, okay, I I take that back. Johnny Capcom and Stinky are the only two people who can say that on the show. <laughs> what, did, what did you call it, Kyle? Bad dreams and the lack of light.
0: Yeah, I'd call it a piece of shit. Oh, fuck. Whoa. <laughs> that, that's all. I'm, uh, this game doesn't deserve wow. my clue.
1: Whoa. <laughs> Great clue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really good. The listeners are
3: going to get it.
4: Yeah. yeah. My, uh, my clue for next week is Hot Bubble Bobble. Mmm.
0: Mm, okay. th- th- that's good. Yeah, how that's about, how, that's how about, a real clue key. Yeah, yeah. yeah how about a booble bobble? <laughs> okay. All up in your tits.
4: <laughs> I know a Scottish person. It's cool.
2: I won't be on the program. I'll be going back to my monthly We Talk Games pick of the buck, which is, of course, the flagship show of We Talk Games. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, well, I guess I'll wrap it up. Stay tuned for a uh Halloween each month another theme month is that all we're gonna do is theme months
0: yeah November is gonna what's November? <laughs> November's just November everybody. Oh so we're gonna do turkey based games <laughs> turkey baseder games All right I promise
3: we'll have at least one turkey game for November <laughs> okay
1: well uh, you'll be a turkey and then we do holiday haymakers.
3: That's right. That's coming up too.
1: And then we, because uh, 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 January is Pack Month, but we're so sick of that <laughs> that we're only going to do Pack Month. I think it's June. March. Oh, March. Yeah, <laughs> January, January is Sportuary. Oh, yeah. And then January Sportuary. Great
3: things coming
1: up. Like, comment, subscribe. We're
3: on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at We Talk Games.
1: February is February. Jesus
3: Christ, Stinky, we gotta go. This show is fucking two days long.
1: February is February. where are we? <laughs> We're, we play all the games with uh, pubic hairs in our mouth.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought we were gonna play uh, Harry Harry, the little magnet flake game, make our little beard designs.
1: Shut up. <laughs> 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 okay, we'll be back next week. Bye. Fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs)